0: Last Friday, I talked on the topic that Dhamma is nature. It's always here. It has the characteristic of arising, staying, then passing away. If we learn and understand about this nature clearly, then the suffering within our heart will lessen and diminish. This is because we understand the truth. Whenever we have things and possessions, They become ours, but in the end, they deteriorate according to nature. They don't last forever. We are born, we grow up, then we age, get sick and die. But our hearts don't know this law of nature. The Buddha found the Satchadamma, this truth. He was awakened and became the Buddha. He told, advised, pointed this out and taught us, so that we can understand this. But if we don't understand, then our hearts will have suffering always. Why is this? What is the mind? It's an element of knowing. When it knows a sense object, it doesn't have mindfulness and wisdom, and so is moved and reacts to that sense object. Just like a tree with leaves, it's usually still and doesn't move, but when the wind blows it, then the leaves flutter and moves. The mind is the same, normally the mind is still, but when there is contact from the senses that enter the heart, from sights, sounds, odours, tastes, feelings or thoughts and ideas that arise, then the mind moves with all these sense objects. And this is the cause for suffering to arise in the heart. We can compare it to clear water. If we put in yellow dye, then the water turns yellow. We put in black dye, then the water turns black. Red dye, then the water turns red. Or green dye, then the water turns green. You can see that whatever color is put into the water, then the water changes to that color. It weakens and pollutes the mind. When the sense objects enter quicker, then the mind weakens quicker. It becomes a cause for suffering to arise. So the training of the mind to be free from suffering is to have mindfulness. When we have mindfulness arise, then this can look after the mind. It will have wisdom to know in time, the arising, staying and passing away, knowing in step with nature. But if we have no wisdom, The mind is deluded, the mind is agitated, this can lead to depression and even an unstable mind. The worse this gets, even medicine can't treat it. So the important thing is that there needs to be someone to look after the mind, otherwise it's like an orphan with no parents. Then the kid really suffers and struggles and has dangers to its life. If the mind doesn't have mindfulness and wisdom to look after it, then it will keep receiving suffering. So mindfulness, wisdom and samadhi, this firmness of mind, being restrained by sila or the moral precepts, this is important to overcome the negative tendencies of the mind. If we have no mindfulness, samadhi, wisdom, then it's really in pain and it's really difficult for oneself. There's an example that I want to share with you. A story of when one's mindfulness is about to completely disappear and they're about to lose it and go crazy. But they're able to bring back their mindfulness due to the power and amazing virtues of the Buddha. In the end, they were able to become an Arahant. This is a woman from the time of the Buddha who received great suffering and difficulties. In Sawati, there was one family who were very wealthy, with a wealth of 400 million, extremely rich. This family had one daughter who was 16 years old, named Patachara. Usually, when girls reach this age, the mother and father will find the daughter a partner. But Patachara didn't like any of them, She had love for one of her male attendants. This is to do with karma, that she couldn't help or do anything about it. She eloped with her attendant, married and lived in the forest and lived like a farmer, living off the fields and growing vegetables, living and sustaining themselves through hardships. Later, Patachara became pregnant. She wanted to give birth at her parent's home. But her husband didn't want to let her go. So she had to go when her husband didn't know. But the husband followed after her. And she eventually gave birth during the journey. Because she couldn't make it to her parents' home. She ended the journey and went back home. Later on, she became pregnant to a second child. Again, she wanted to give birth at her parents' home. And again, the husband refused. Patachara waited for a chance and left herself. The husband followed and tried to convince her to go back, but she wouldn't listen. That night, it was raining very heavily and she was about to give birth. She got the husband to find some wood and foliage to use as shelter as she was about to give birth. The husband cut some wood near an anthill and was bitten by a cobra and died instantly. The storm was very heavy and in the end, Patachara gave birth alone to a son. The husband hadn't come back yet, so Patachara had to take care of both her newly born baby and her other child. In the morning, she went to look for a husband and found him dead near an anthill bitten by a snake. Distraught, she kept to original plan of going back to her father and mother's home with her two children. On the way there, she had to pass the Achirawadi river, which, due to the storm the night before, was up to her chest. So to cross, she had to leave the older son on one side and carry her new baby across to the other side first. Patachara then left the baby on that side and being newly born, he looked all red, just like a piece of meat. When she had gone back halfway across the river to get to the other son, a hawk came down and hovered over the baby. Patachara tried to shout and shoo the hawk away, but a baby was taken away by the hawk. The other son thought his mother was calling him to come there and so entered the river to go to her mother and was carried away by the strong current. Extremely distraught, Patachara continued on her journey to a f- family home. She had lost her husband, lost one son to a strong current and another to a hawk. She was walking without any energy and reached the town. She got there and asked about her family. The people she met with didn't want to say, but eventually told her that the storm last night broke the roof of her family's home and Patachara's mother and father had died. And her only brother had also died. They told her that the fire from the cremating all of her family together was still hot. Think about it. She lost her husband, one son to a strong current, one son to a hawk. And her mother and father and brother died in that storm. What if this was us? How would we feel? We would feel such great loss. She was a woman. Her mindfulness was completely gone. She walked, shouting about her situation, that she had lost her husband, sons, mother, father and brother. She walked on and didn't even notice that her clothes had fallen off and she was half naked. People thought she was crazy. If it was a normal person who wasn't spiritually developed, they would have gone crazy already. But Patachara had the spiritual faculties that she would attain to arahanship this life. But at this time, she was walking around without mindfulness and didn't even know where she was walking. The Buddha willed her to come to him where the Buddha was giving a sermon at Jetavana monastery. The people listening saw her coming and tried to stop her because they thought she was crazy the buddha said to let her come someone gave her a cloth to cover herself and she regained her composure and bowed to the buddha respectfully she told the buddha she had lost everything her husband her sons her parents her brother she had no refuge left the buddha said that he would be her refuge death will come to everyone nothing could resist it son husband parents, brother, no one could resist death. Every person being born must come to the same result. Having well understood this fact, then be well restrained by virtue and determined to go to Nibbāna, the state where the heart is free from desire of anything. The heart, having attachment to children, husband and parents, is suffering. It is unable to resist death. She listened to the Buddha's teaching and understood the nature of arising, staying and passing away. She understood nature and clearly into Dhamma. She became a Sotapanna, a stream-enterer. Many of the congregation listening attained to Sotapanna as well. See, this is a person who may have lost her mindfulness, but if she didn't meet With the Buddha, she would have gone crazy and also not seen into the Dhamma. This is a great and boundless virtue of the Buddha that is unequaled. After this, Patachara ordained as a Bhikkhuni and put forth effort in her Dhamma practice. One day, she was washing her feet and saw the water flowing away for a short distance before it seeped away into the ground. The second pour of water, it went for a longer distance before it seeped into the ground. The third pour of water, it went for an even longer distance before it seeped into the ground. She contemplated on the lives of humans. Being born, there are some that die at a young age, some that die at a middle age, and some that die at an old age. The Buddha knew that patachara's spiritual development was full and this heart full of kindness appeared before her to teach her the Dhamma. It is far better to live for just a single day and seeing the rise and fall of the aggregates rather than live a hundred years not seeing this. Living for one day and seeing that the aggregates are uncertain and impermanent this is better than one living for a hundred years and not seeing this. Patachara contemplated this teaching and attained to becoming an Arahanti, which is in Pali the female word for Arahant. That is, her mind was pure and had ended the defilements of greed, hatred, and delusion. This is the biography of Patachara. Even having this much suffering, she could still bring back her mindfulness due to the spiritual perfections of the Buddha. One other part of the story is that Patachara, in a previous life, in the dispensation of a previous Buddha, Padamuttara, had made the determination to become a bhikkhuni and be the foremost in understanding the vinya, the monastic discipline. She built her spiritual perfections for a very long time. Even in the era of Buddha Kasapa, she had made merit with him. And in this life, the Buddha Gotama said that she was the foremost of the Bhikkhunis that understood the Vinaya. Bhikkhuni Arahant Patachara. She had many disciples. She had 500 women who listened to a Dharma sermon and they all attained to Arahantship of the highest level with psychic abilities. She had a great amount of wisdom. In the beginning, it was when her karma fruited and she had to receive great amounts of suffering. But when her meritorious actions and spiritual development fruited, she could meet with the Buddha and listened to the Dhamma. She saw into the Dhamma Her heart was purified from the defilements. She saw the Satchadhamma, the truth. We should contemplate that if we don't build and develop ourselves spiritually and we meet with difficulties like Patachara, how will we be? Suffering is waiting for us up ahead. Old age, sickness and death are waiting for us. We can't be heedless. Thus... We have to cultivate the mind and practice the Dhamma, understand the Dhamma clearly before we receive the many things that will make us lose our mindfulness. So we need to bring up our mindfulness beforehand and build up our merit and spiritual development before. Because if our meritorious actions come to fruition then will understand the truth clearly. Like Bhikkhuni Arahanti Patacharatera, who was the foremost of all Bhikkhunis of understanding the Vinaya. So may you all take this for your contemplation and be determined in the practice of Dhamma. I hope that this Dhamma video will bring much benefit to you all.